Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents of children with disabilities. And this week we are speaking to a revered sporting legend in my family's home. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word. So it's not suitable for children. (laughs) Um, how excited are you? Very. Very, very. How excited is your husband? Very. (laughs) He's never shown so much interest in this podcast until today. Never. He was happy to cancel a meeting. He was. (laughs) We had a child needing to go to the dentist and I said, but we're speaking to, well, we're speaking to somebody. He's like, okay, I will cancel this. So that's the first time in 18 months. Yes. So obviously superstar. Very powerful. Yes. So yes, would you like to introduce yourself, guest? Uh, I'm Kurt Fernley. Yay! Um, <laughs> I was trying international man of mystery or uh, so, uh, what? What title? I, I'm under pressure. Yeah, you are. You are. But my yes, my husband um, has been cheering you on for many years through all your sporting pursuits, and yeah, my children who both have a, um, a physical disability love watching you on TV. And whenever there's something on TV with you in it, we're all sitting down watching. So thank you for being a presence for my family. Yeah. I uh, you, you know what I'm still trying to I, I I still pinch myself at the kind of direction that everything went. You you you. You spend so much energy trying to create something and you forget about the impact and about yes. how many people have become a part of this one thing. And, um, yeah, I, I, I feel incredibly grateful that, you're, uh, that your partner and your kids have, 
have been a part of it as well. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what happens with my twins. They're 15 now. One of my twins has an intellectual disability as well. And her uh, her twin, um, and if ever I'm a little bit soft on her, she'll say, Mum, you know that Kurt Fernley's mum just treated him like normal, so you need to treat her like that too. <laughs> and I say, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that is going on in my house. So thank you to you and your mum. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I did the same conversation. Mum, Alan Marshall had fist fights with kids at school when he was a kid. So surely I'm allowed to have fist fights as well. See? <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, we're great. thrilled to have you on today. So, so we're going to ask you the same questions we ask all our P guests. So go for it, Kate. Yep. So the first question we ask is, do you have a song or a band or a piece of music that either gets you up during good times or sort of helps you during the down times? I love Paul Kelly. Anything oh. that Paul Kelly has written, I am uh, I am just a massive fan. Yes. Um, one song in particular, uh, um, Songs from the six, uh, 16th Floor, I was... It was uh, the the song that I, I get uh, uh, goosebumps, uh, but it was the song that I danced to my wife with at my wedding. Oh. If ever I want to, if ever I'm on my own and I'm I'm travelling on the road, which a lot of my life is, mm. it's just a nice reminder to feel like I'm directly with family and the people that I love. Yeah, yes. I just I love 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 Paul Kelly. Oh my goodness, storytelling. Yeah, done my house for Christmas mm-hmm. and I've made our little notice board say who's going to make the gravy. Oh. <laughs> So I actually, Paul Kelly gave me a tea towel that's his <laughs> how to make gravy. Oh. And, um, he's, he's, <laughs> it's up in our it's up in our kitchen. He was the he was the guy that you just I I always wanted to meet. And uh, just by chance, I did the same TV show and had a bottle shared a bottle of wine uh. and uh, a lot of stories. And uh, I fan fanboyed over him quite. Oh, Quite yeah. dramatically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. He's, a, he's amazing. <gasps> Love him. What about in school? Did you win any awards? I, I won a couple. I won a couple. Um, I was uh, I was ducks of my school wow. in uh, in primary school of Carcor Public. I should put the disclaimer that there were only two people in my year. <laughs> and no matter. Still. And and it was equal ducks. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was a, a lo- lots of uh, what was it? What, lots of um, uh, what are they called? That the gives lots of effort awards. I yes. think when I was a kid, uh, you know, there were no, there, there were very limited gold medals or all that sort of stuff. There was lots of outstanding effort. Yes. <laughs> Participation awards. Yes. Participation awards. Yeah, they filled my they filled my childhood stories. Yes, yes I bet. Yes, they did. Hundred yes. percent. And the big question: Why are you a P or a P friend? Look, I love what I love what you guys have been able to create a sense of community around people with disabilities and their families. And I feel like we haven't we haven't met before today, but I've always felt that people with disabilities in this country they are my extended family. Aww. They are my community. Yes. They are the people that that understand this shared path that we we are all taking, mm. even though it may feel like it is an individual path and, and, and an isolated path at some mm. point. But we all have that shared feeling of that we are a part of something bigger. We are a part of a what what feels like a battle and what feels like carving out the future for people with disabilities mm. in this country and what you've been able to do cre- to create your audience and your 
your family and your community, I just think is just wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank that you. That means a lot to us. It thank really, you. really does. Yeah. We love our P-Tribe. We do. We love them. And the, awesome. and the more we can talk about our families, the more we can all thrive. That's what I want. Yep. And also just knowing that you have a community that are there for you and, and this idea that disability, uh, the, the fights around disability have been happening since disability was a thing and, and, and yes. it will happen it will happen for the rest of time. Unfortunately, mm. we would all like to say that we are going to solve or we are going to get to a point where there will be no need for fight, but that's not the way that we work. No. Disability will need to be progressed until the end of time. Everything that we think we know about disability now will be will be kind of shaking our head out in 20 years' yes, time we will. if we all do our job right. Yes. And, and I think that having this shared sense of who we are makes that fight a little more comfortable mm. and if need be, it'll make that fight a lot more successful because yes. because you bring your community into it, we all kind of meet on that battle at yep. that stage yep. if we should yep. and, and hopefully we get to turn that dial a bit more. Mm. Hopefully, yeah. Well, that brings us to the podcast yes. that we're here to talk about today, although we would love to talk to you for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all yours. <laughs> so the podcast is called A Nation Changed. Could you tell us a little bit about why you wanted to make this podcast? Uh, lots of reasons. Uh, talking about, it's talking about the creation of the NDIS, mm-hmm. how, it, how it got up into the air, but also trying to figure out if we're, we're, we're still living up to the ideas of what we hoped it would be. Yes. Mm. And telling it in a form that, well, firstly, I love podcasts. Podcasts yeah. are, get to be able to do something that, that very other mediums get to do. You get given the time. You get yes. given yes. somebody's exclusive ex- attention yes. for yes. an extended period of time. And when I finished racing, I, I, I kind of just got into podcasting and then the opportunity to tell this story in a different way, in a kind of like a documentary uh, type approach to it, I just had to go for it Mm. because, and the reason why now, I think right now we're in a place where there are going to be extraordinary pressures put on every part of our community Mm. and there are going to be budgetary pressures Mm. from the top down and we need to make sure that people when they see the NDIS on their tax return at the end of the year we need to make sure that they see this thing despite the bumps and bruises on it despite the things that we are all battling to make sure are better that that we see a sense of pride in it that, that we see and we hear the fights that it took to get it up in the air and the the wide-ranging community that we're supporting it and now the the results while it's on the ground, the lives that have been progressed through it, the Mm. lives of people with disabilities and their families that have just been, it's been given meaning through it. Mm. So for me right now I think it needed to be told from, from my end because I almost want to be a part of making sure that when it comes those times that yes. there is a, a pressure put down in our community that we're ready to kind of be reminded about how we fought and yes. about how we got this win and we're ready to make sure that we don't don't let anything go around it. Yes. No. Oh. So, so important. We listened to the first episode and, wow, peas are going to love listening yeah, to this, right? Really everyone are. needs to listen to it. Yeah, everyone um, does. But I just... 
cried and cried listening to Julia Gillard mm. um, talking about when she was talking about it in Parliament. And I remember being a part of the Every Australian Counts campaign and I remember I, my friend and I had an afternoon tea at our children's school and we talked to all the teachers to say, we need this NDIS. Mm. And I'd forgotten about that and that was just a tiny part that I played. But I thought people that are having new diagnosis now and are starting their NDIS journey, they need to know about this, mm. just like what you were saying. I remember when we, when we go through it, it takes you back to periods of time when you were starting to talk about how we would fund disability. Yeah. And as, a kid, as a kid, I remember being talking about how these are 12-year-old kids with disabilities all sitting around saying that they wish they were hit by a car. Yes. Because, because, because mm. we sit around and we realise that the, the, the services that were provided to mm. kids who were born with all variation of disability mm. was just... It, it was chalk and cheese to the mm-hmm. experience that others who were adequately funded were. And mm-hmm. a 12-year-old kid to say yeah. to another one that <gasps> they wished they were dragged onto a road yeah. because because the conversation would be had with that kid with a disability that, that, that they would be asked what their goals were in yes. life and how would we find the funds to actually achieve that. Yes. Uh, that there were just so many points where I was making this this podcast and speaking to other people who are both participants and, and family members who have both had their celebrations with it but also their real struggles mm. with it. Just reminding myself about why I found it so important that we got it into play because, mm. you know, like oh, I think about how hard my parents fought mm-hmm. for anything and my family were not the most financial family mm. in, in the world. Far from it. We we had an outside toilet. We yeah. had five <laughs> kids. We, we, you know, but mum and dad found every dollar they could to provide me a lifestyle that, that I, that I, you know, was able to thrive in. And, mm. and then I had a community around me, this tiny little community of Karkor yeah. that mm. just invested in me the way that the NDIS Mm. invests, well, at least the way that every child with a disability in this country deserves yes. to have their community invest in them. Yes, uh-huh. they do. They yes. really do. I, funnily enough, I was talking yesterday to one of the boys at work um, and I, when I was 18, I was hit by a car and I broke both my legs. Well, I broke my leg and my foot. And he said to me, um, oh, did you have to pay anything for that? And I said, no. I said, everything. I said, Transport Accident Commission replaced my shoes. They paid my wage for a year because I couldn't walk for a year. Um, I had physio three times a week. I had all this stuff. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, I know. Like he could see, <laughs> you know, because I'll talk about all the fights. And I said, I did nothing. They came to me as well. Yeah. They would come to me. What do you need? Can we, and they'd help you with the form because I was 18. I mean, that's a long time ago. I'm 48 <laughs> now. <laughs> but still, the, it was ridiculous how much help I got. They didn't even ask if you got private health insurance. Do your parents earn a lot of money? Like nothing. It was all done compared to... Well, when you're travelling around and the community that we're in, the Paralympic community, you're travelling around and what it is is a great network of how people with disabilities are receiving services and engaging with their communities all around the world. Yes. Mm. And you just heard so many stories of people with disabilities that were, you know, I remember thinking, what do you mean you don't have to find money off your parents to pay for toiletries? Yeah. They're just those simple things. What do you mean that that catheters are funded for people who require it? Yeah. What do you What do you mean that that 
that people with disabilities are given uh, a re- reduction in cost on their green slip because of the yeah. or their their car insurance because public transport doesn't allow people with disabilities mm. with on it. Uh, there there were just so many things that you would learn that other countries are just really nailing and mm. and, yes. and treating treating like communal infrastructure. Yes. Uh, w- while we were still seeing this. We were still funding disability in a way that was take what you get and yep. be grateful. Yes. yes. Be yes. very grateful. But it was, yeah. Anyway, the NDIS is just, it's just well, a goal. It it's just changed everything. I mean, it's not of. perfect. No. Yeah, that's the, the stories that we would come out during the podcast and I have to plug its name again. Yes. Nation we did find that there were just there were there were a variation of experience mm. and a variation of experience dependent on advocacy, dependent mm. on um, multiple multiple things. Your ability to withstand and be resilient yes. in the constant nature of what seemed to be bombarded in front of you, but mm. you always need to take that take that um, that view as well of of how far that we have come in such a mm-hmm. short period yes. of time. Yes, yeah. it is a short period, and that we. Yeah that we need to continue to to recognize that we've just we've got to make it better. Yeah. We've yeah. got to keep keep fighting together yep. as a community yep. To, yep. to make sure that it does live up to our standards. Yeah, and I, the we, whole community. So yes. not just parents, advocates, people living with disability, everybody listening to this and we have loads of people listen who we call them rectums, but they're just people. <laughs> <laughs> people who say terrible stuff to people us who, and yeah. our kids. Um so they have to fight too. Who doesn't know about the rectum? <laughs> someone so, wrote. Someone wrote into us. One of our listeners and said, um, "What do what we do call, call the p- assholes that say terrible things to our families? Do we call them rectums?" And then it just took off. <laughs> <laughs> so people walk up to us in the street and they go, "Hi, my name's Sue. I'm a rectum." But. <laughs> 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 we love them. We love them. But lots of them listen they and, do. you know, they're always, you know, people are well-meaning, what can I do? But I say, well, you can get alongside and fight because, like you say, when you see that on your tax return, I'm just so proud to have earned enough money to contribute to that, right? I just think, wow, we live in a country where that's valued because, you know, we have a lot of um, peas listening that live in America and they have to really fight, you know, so we should be so proud that that's what we offer. Hmm. I um, I'm taking I'm going to steal that rectum term. <laughs> so every now and then, every now and then I get these just these the the most hate filled emails yes. from people, <laughs> and I'm just going to respond to them. Thanks rectum. for your input, rectum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the and. Like if you say it out in the world, the P listeners will understand what you mean. Oh yeah, straight away. <laughs> Fantastic. It's just perfect. Fantastic. <laughs> I had an OT come to our house to to go over our shower for my daughter because we needed a tap so that she could turn the tap on with her one hand. And the OT said to me, "You know, Medicare took about ten years for it to settle and to get in in the rhythm." And I was like, "Oh." Because, you know, everything takes such a long amount of time and I was lamenting about we could have had the tap a year ago but because of all these stupid things we have to do, it's taken such amount of time and I thought, well, that's, you know, that's probably something to think about as well. These things take a bit of time to iron out. 
Yeah, they do. And then you still see it after 60 years that there is still some in the community that will push back on the idea of uh, Medicare and how oh we can, gosh. you know, although I would say that by far the majority see Medicare as, as a, a jewel within the community, there will always be mm. those around the edges that think, why should I pay for an alternative person's healthcare? And yes. Whenever I speak about the NDIS, I do, this is the one issue that I do get the the most hate-filled stuff mm. that... that if I talk about the NDIS, I expect somebody to write an email to me saying that, saying that uh, why should I pay for the why should I pay for the fact that your parents weren't responsible enough to have an abortion, <gasps> which I have got, which I have got, I and I do it get from, oh from people. So you you just need to make sure that when you are in that battle and in this fight that you do have a thick skin yeah. and you do remind yourself that we need we we need to make sure that we are. We are all pushing in the same direction yep, when it comes to yep. this. It's and, and it it is again. It's not even a ten year battle. This will be as long as we're around. We will be pushing around the edges of yep. how we fund disability, and we should be looking to be the world's best practice yes. in this yes. country. That we should be giving and funding every person with a disability the chance to achieve their place in community, yes. whatever that may look like. Yes. And when we do that, the, everything tells us that we, when we fund disability correctly, we not only get the idea that we are in an ideology sense that we are doing what is right, mm. we are also allowing the allowing the community to be productive tax-paying yes. members of our community that yeah. is a that is a, a, a financial <laughs> that is a financial contributing uh, part of the community, but also the follow-on effect through through parents, through families, uh, for for you know t- decades yep. that that there is a real positive to it. I know, and I think so. Medicare for people that live outside of Australia is our free universal healthcare, free-ish. No, mostly it's free. You can rock up to hospital and no one yes. will charge you anything. And last year, I had the great joy of going to New York. And I was sitting in this bar and talking to these people and they said something about they voted for Trump. And I said, oh, okay, why why did you do that? Like, you know, I said, just as an outsider, I've, you know. And they said, well, um, Obama wanted to give everybody free healthcare. Why should I pay for someone else's sick child? And I said, really? And then I really dug down with them and we had a really long discussion. And um, I said, so if you're, if I got hit by a car now in front of you or if I suddenly got sick, do you think that I should just die? Like, no, of course not. There's the Hippocratic Oath. And I was like, well, actually what you're saying is, you know, and they just, it was so foreign to them, the thought that their tax should pay to benefit. And I said, but your tax pays to benefit the roads and pays to benefit the schools. And what's the difference? In the end, we sort of got there. But I just thought. (laughs) (laughs) You had the rectums in New York. Yeah, I had the rectums in New York. (laughs) (laughs) But I just thought, wow, because we now take, we're so proud of Medicare and we just take for granted yeah. that that's how it should be and that's what we want the NDIS to be. Just This is just a part of our culture. And here's the real clincher for those people. Um, anybody can get a disability at any time. Mm-hmm. So you may need the NDIS one day. That's right. So, you know, we're so glad we've got it. Mm. We're hoping that maybe in, maybe in a generation's time that there's not a kid, there's not a kid, in this community that goes, I wish that mm. I was, yep. uh, you know. Mm. I, I hope that the conversations that I was having as a child, mm. I wish that I was born in another place or I mm. wish that I was I wish that I wish was hit by a car because yep. there was an alternate level of funding, an alternate mm. level 
that would define my disability to either me or my mm. my family. Mm. So I, I think that we've I think that we've uh, we have cemented in the DNA. But I also mm. I also th- I'm a I'm a realist that there are going to be certain pressures that are coming on the other side of where we are right now. And I think that we've all got to remind ourselves of again the battles that we've fought and yep. the battles that are in front of us and yep. the reason why we need to just make this thing 100 percent just. It's part of us. It's the DNA. There's no way backward step that we do not give back the ground that we've made. No. Even, even, even this, uh, the challenges that we're in here, people yep. with disabilities, they will not be the ones that pay no. for it. No. People with disabilities and their families will not be the ones no. that are seen to, to, to pay for the way out. No. We, uh, we've come too far. You we've have. come too we far. Have. Tell yep. us about the people that you spoke to to make the podcast. Who were some of the groups of people? Obviously, Julia Gillard. That made me cry. Julia Gillard and, Jen- and Jenny Macklin. Jenny yes. Macklin, is, she is an absolute legend. Yes. Uh, Jenny is, uh, um, she was the, both her and Bill Shorten were the yes. real mm. engines, a political engine in uh, in the creation of or the cementing into legislation of the NDIS. Mm. I spoke to Jordan Still John about... Um, about uh, the advocacy side, I spoke to um, both people with disabilities and, uh, and and their families about the importance of choice and control. Mm. I spoke to both the minister and uh, and the CEO of the NDIA, Martin Hoffman and Stuart Robb. Uh, we we just spent a, a few months digging yeah, through different stories and and yeah. and. and, and Finding out what's actually happening on the ground, I was able to speak to Naz Campanella, who is uh, who is uh, uh, working and continually following up mm, on the stories yes. around the Royal Commission. Oh. She is a weapon. She's yes. a weapon. She came to our Sydney show. Yeah, we we met love her. her. Oh, we met her and her mum. Oh, yeah, love her. She's so just, Naz. Yeah. Naz, I, I I sat down. How do I know Naz Campanella? Triple J, yes. So many years of kind of waking up to Triple J news and yeah. Naz Campanella, and not knowing that Naz was uh, was was blind, I know. and uh, and then meeting her, and it's such a warm, kind, oh. just fierce character in person. Yes. Uh, it was it was a a, a really uh, a really good thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's a part of the podcast was not just trying to it's trying to get your own head around what it is the story that you wanted to tell and and the 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 idea of getting your own ideology I guess or your own hopes for it and and getting that out there as well. Yeah, well, it's going to be amazing. How many parts is it? Four parts, all out on uh, International Day for People with Disabilities. Yes, um, but you, you kind of we could have. Could have done ten parts, yeah. I think, but it was, um, yeah, four parts. And again, I, I, uh, I've, I have been kind of lost in the podcast world for a few years, and I do one a week out of my, out of my back back room and yep. in cars and all of that. And this <laughs> That's one. how we do it. <laughs> yeah, this one, this one was uh, was really getting a production level around it and and telling a story with a, a team of trying to make sure that the story is yeah. is is a really highly produced kind of thing and uh, I'm really proud of what it did yeah. I, I I don't think that uh, I, I hadn't heard uh, a story told around disability in the podcast form like it and oh. you, you, you get so nervous about producing content around 
around people with disabilities because yes. they are your family yes. and they are your community yes. Yes. and you just feel like you have to do it justice yes. and that you you want to tell this wide variety of experience with disability you want to tell it in both an entertaining and 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 like a purposeful yes. kind of way and it is really nice to finish it and listen back and just go that I'm proud yes. that it uh, came be. out the way it did yeah it's beautiful. It could be like a radio nights. serial. Like yes. it's really properly produced. Yep. It's not like this. <laughs> <laughs> it flows. I didn't call it one. makes sense. It's <laughs> I didn't call one person a rectum. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. <laughs> and what's your, for our listeners? What's your what's your podcast called? Uh, my podcast is called Tiny Island. Great. So it, it, it's uh, it's been something that I finished wheelchair racing with, and I um uh, yeah, yeah, I'd been I'd had the same doctor since when I was a kid, just mm. by chance. My doctor became the Paralympic doctor, would become the doctor of my children, yeah, two, right. two two young kids, um, and he said to me when I was done that I need to. I've had my needle in. The record, you know, the record that was wheelchair racing that yes. was sport for such a long period of time, and it's etched really deep in there. And yes. that you're being able to create this thing through that etching, but you need to create something that is different, mm. and you need to go out and grab something right now and do the complete different part of your brain. Mm. And I, I went out that next day and I bought a microphone and a little <laughs> box, and I started to started to talk to people. And brilliant, I had. I had finished school in 1998 and I had done a little bit of work with Prime Local News yep. yeah. as, a really, as a young kid <laughs> and I couldn't see there ever being an opportunity of someone in a wheelchair being on the front of that microphone. Yeah. So, so I ditched it <laughs> and then, then wheelchair racing and I would become a teacher, mm. uh, a second a teacher, a PE teacher as well but I always kind of thought this idea of sitting down and sharing stories and I just, mm. I love. And we all get caught up on running so hard that we barely have chance to sit down mm. and share a half an hour with That's somebody. True, yeah. And I just, I find it so, uh, it's it's my outlet. It's yes. the thing that I, it's the thing that I just truly, truly love. And, um, yeah, it's Again, this this whole podcasting world is such a really it's a pleasure to be in. It is. And, um, it's so you supportive. Can just it is supportive. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can create such a supportive community who just really buy into it. And uh, there's something I really think is really personal when somebody gets in their car or they go to do exercise and they're just listening to mm. to, to to you know to, to people. Being open and mm, honest yeah. and real, and uh, I think that's uh, yeah, that's a really, a really kind of valuable thing. And you have a mix of everyday Australians and famous people. So, do you like that contrast? I do. I love it. Yeah. I love sitting down and having a yarn with a farmer, and then the next uh, the next day having a yarn with the next prime minister. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> exactly. I, there was uh, there were periods of time where even over the next uh, the, the next months you sit down with an actor a sports person a a chef uh, you know you know a, uh, an advocate around disability there's there's this idea that everybody owns what it is to be a person 
in this country. Everybody yeah. owns what it is to be an Australian. It's yes. not just the it's not just the athletes. It's not just the the politicians. It's the it's the carers and the 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 chefs and the builders and the mm. painters and the fencers and so I think that I will have failed if I haven't had a reasonable kind of uh, a reasonable representation in there. Yeah, mm. brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. So I'm sure our listeners listen to it anyway. But yeah, yeah. So yes. I do. We'll put it in the show notes because yep, we're we'll professional enough everything. to do that. <laughs> We've got people that help us. <laughs> They're a little bit better than us, but anyway. Oh dear. So for people who live overseas or have been under a rock. Can you talk us just a little bit about your sporting journey? Yeah, I was um, introduced to Paralympic sport when I was about 13 years old. Um, I was introduced to basketball and athletics and I would follow that for about 25 years. Mm. I would represent Australia five times at a Paralympic Games. Amazing. I would win win three gold medals at a Paralympics, (sighs) half a dozen world championships. I would... uh, uh, win a few Commonwealth Games gold medals. I would see this uh, incredibly fortunate to be around at a time where where disability sport would just grow from strength to strength. Yes. Would grow in grow in stature within the Australian sporting community. But a lot of people who are abroad, they may have seen disability sport, but they don't. They may not have seen just a country that has culturally accepted and promoted mm. and celebrated like we have. Yes. Yeah, we uh, love sport. Yeah. We love sport. We and, love know, sport. It's, 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 it's one of those weird experiences being a, being a person with a disability and also quite a well-known athlete is that I get the, I get the variation of experience almost minute by minute yes. that I can have I can have the treatment of an elite athlete where you get just praised on the street but then the rejection of disability that yes. is the the, the soul crushing stuff yeah. that you turn up at a airport and you're not allowed on because you're the third person in a wheelchair to to go on you know like so you you, you do sit in this really weird experience yes. with you you just experience such a variation of of who we are, but uh, the, the the community has in general just really nailed kind of celebrating and accepting and progressing disability sport to the stage where in the Commonwealth Games in twenty eighteen the highest profile athletes were people with disabilities, yes. which which going into other countries that in particular I think is a really it's a really unique part of yeah. who we are. I remember when my daughter was, one of my twins was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and I, I think then the Paralympics was on that next year and I was just like, <laughs> where have I been? This is my thing. I'm crying. I'm yeah. laughing. I'm like, they've got a hemiplegia. They've got a hemiplegia. I was just, you know, I, I, I just took my breath away. Yeah, well, representation matters. That's right. And then every year, my children, that's what we watch. We're watching the Paralympics. Yeah, yeah. My husband also has a severe hearing loss, so we've got lots of different things going on in our family. Um, but then my girls started doing some athletics when we got to primary school and we both got, we, they got them both a classification One's a T38, one's a T37. Thank goodness they went the same. (laughs) (laughs) And they went on to represent Victoria three times. We, You know, it was just the best to meet all our para friends. And these were 9, 10, 11-year-old little girls. Like what a thrill for them. And I was just like this is so hopeful for so many children. 
Look, it is such a it's just such an incredible community, and being the being the dad of a, two non-disabled kids, yeah. you know, like being, yeah, I just I want to get them involved with it as much as I possibly mm, can, yes. and I keep I kept bringing all Sheridan didn't realize that when we would be married, we would be inviting just people with disabilities into our house, young kids to come and learn. It was like a it was like a halfway house for <laughs> people with disabilities. Come for in. people with disabilities that had a slight interest in sport. I was really? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you ch- you'd chase them down on the street and then all of a sudden you know, Reed McCracken at, at, at 13 years old was introduced to, to sport. He was, uh, he's a T34, uh, he has cerebral palsy yep. and out of Bundaberg. You know, a month later he's living in the back room and, you know, like there's... <laughs> the first. There is this real sense of family and community yes. with people with disabilities and sporting, especially the sporting community, that we just, we, we recognise that there is, again, that shared kind of, shared story and shared mm. sense of hardship and we do that really really well yes. we mm. do that family idea and even when you say that your your daughter's uh, represented victoria i kind of go have i met him why haven't <laughs> i met him yeah, like that i feel no even they haven't because my thought- husband would never leave you alone <laughs> but hopefully one day you might my daughter's now 15 and um, but, you know, everything sort of stopped this year. Yeah, so she's back training. She's back training though. But, um, yes, her, you know, I don't want to put any pressure yeah, onto she's, her. She's got big dreams. She has big yeah. dreams. Yeah. So. Um, well, we've got a back room if she, if she would ever <laughs> would she like to. to. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> to, although, although my training, my training is not what it once was uh, in my discipline uh, is definitely not what it once oh, was. Well. I don't know whether you, I don't know whether you guys realised, but in 2018 when I finished racing, I found this delicious thing called gin. Oh, we love gin. I love gin. <laughs> I don't know if you can see this, but Kate's got a... the word gin out of lights. Like, <laughs> I can, I can. Yeah, yeah. so, so, so after retirement. <laughs> <laughs> so after retirement, me and my wife has developed, we've developed a, quite a taste for uh for uh, having a gin and tonic at night, which yeah. you know, I mean, the, the old maybe even two or, 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 or more. But the, 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 <laughs> You've the got to make up for all lifestyle. those years. Yeah, that's right. You've been disciplined <laughs> for a long time. Correct. Your and liver I love was that too you... healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have a, you know, see, the stories about uh, what's in the back of people's rooms, I just think is just so amazing. That yes. You've got a, a gin sign and I have this self-portrait of myself. I know. Yeah. He's what's got the that? picture that Ando painted, painted behind him. him. I was like, wow, look, there's a, I've seen that painting before. <laughs> Power Before move. we finish, Power I'm going to make you tilt up and then I'm going to take, take a photo. Take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate power move. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've got to make sure we've, we've covered everything about A Nation Changed. Yes. Is there anything else about A Nation Changed? Because we know everyone's going to listen, but yeah. I, I just hope that we, it's one of those things that when you create something like this and it is telling a, it did require a, a, a lot of support and, and investment from, uh, from I don't know whether I'm allowed to say the company. Am I allowed, yeah, to, allowed to say be gr- <laughs> yeah. well, it? Did, this is it not did, the ABC. Re- we have no rules here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it did. Uh, uh, you know, the, the, both the, the investment and support from higher up was amazing. And, yes. I, uh, and being able to tell a story like this and tell it in a way that is uh, that is really unique, I just felt grateful that I was able to do it. So I, mm. I hope that uh, I hope that it is received by, by by my family, by your by by our family, yeah. and that it is something that is that is something that is just different, and and it tells the story that we need to have told, and and in a way that that does it justice. And I, I hope that there's a there's a place out there for for more stories like this to be told because yeah. there are. There are so many corners, and I like to think of both sport, but also the community of people with disabilities. It's, it's this rich tapestry yes. of just story after story of people oh, with disabilities and their yes. families who have had to fight in yes. their oh. own kind of segment and yep. also create these beautiful things. And mm. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm just really grateful for the support of, of those guys and that we've been able to. Cre- bring this thing that I, I'm just really kind of proud of. Yeah. And I, I hope that people are able to kind of tune in and uh, and, and let me know what, what they think. Please don't tell me, send me any rectum emails. No rectums. <laughs> I will delete you now. No, rec- no <laughs> rectum comments, please. We've got a whole episode called Rectum Comments. So if you'd like to go back and listen to that one, it's all the ones that will, our PE families have been told over the years. Yep. Yeah. But the really good one yeah. that you would love is called Truth Bombs. And it's all the things that our children have said. Yeah. <laughs> and it is gold. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. <laughs> I just, we laughed so hard recording it. We just oh. love celebrating our children. Yeah, our yeah. awesome, awesome well, children. I, I do read all the rectum comments and I know that I shouldn't. But, well, no, oh, I actually no. believe that I should. I believe that I should because if somebody is going to say something to me on that forum, then mm. they're going to say it to a to a kid with a disability yes, in the classroom, yep. they're going to say yes, it to a kid are. with a disability in the playground. Yep. They're yep. going to say it in a and and those comments that are sent to you, however, it's from an adult. They're the most childish, yeah, you know, thoughtless comments that you could possibly ever imagine. And I do put those comments in a in an angry little kid's playground yeah. that's yelling and 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 so I think it's important that whenever I go around the place that I actually have an understanding about what people with disabilities. All variations mm. of disabilities are, are still being kind of thrown into mm. their plate. So mm. I do read those rectum comments because our kids, uh, whether you know, our th- your kids with disabilities, they they see them. Yes. Oh, they regardless really regardless of what we would like. Yes, they see yep. them, they hear them, they do. They know that they're there. Yep, and it's important that we kind of stare it down and talk to them in a way that I also get it. Yeah, you know that you look at you. I, I, they may look at me as this alternate version mm. of 
living with a disability, but it's not an alternate version. No. I'm a proud person with a disability, but I still get the same comments that you get. Yeah. And uh, you persist regardless. And regardless of those comments, we're here for you and I'm part of your community and part of my world and mm. you're valued and loved and beautiful and all of that. So. Oh, yeah. Kurt. So beautiful. Oh, you're going to make all the oh, mums cry. <laughs> All the hey. mums cry. Yeah. Sorry, you, mums. Apart from your mum treating you like all the other children, is there anything else that we can learn from your mum about the way that she you know, parented can you? Can I actually, can you have a yarn to my mum at some point? Oh, oh we, we would, would love to. to. <laughs> Jackie Fernley is a saint. Oh, yeah. I'd love but to talk my, to her. You send us her well, details yeah, and send we'll us her details book her in we'll for next year. Up. We'd love to. Uh, yeah. My mum is uh, my mum is an extremely she's an extremely strong um, uh, idealistic woman and I got the pleasure of travelling abroad with my mum and I t- I've got a little school over in Nairobi that has oh. seventy five kids with disabilities wow. uh, mostly intellectual and mm. uh, yeah, up to uh, verbal and nonverbal uh, yep. kids who are receiving five days a week education three wow. meals a day it's incredible it's a it's in the makuru slum in nairobi what and it's integrated legacy. within a mainstream school and oh. it's a, called the kurt fernley center i took my mum over there and my mum is fierce yeah and we had started that community we had started it with um um uh, eight mothers eight mothers in that slum who were demanding oh. more for oh. their kids oh. and they came into the local school that was funded by the um by the uh, Edmund Rice Foundation, they came in there and they said that we want a place for our children. And I heard about it and I flew over there and I sat down with these mums and with my wife as well at that point in time. I think we were only dating at that. No, we might have just been married. Yeah. And I sat down with them and spoke about how, you know, amazing it is that they are fierce and strong Mm. and they're demanding this and saw that grow into now 75 children and I met the same mothers uh, this trip across, wow. and it's grown to a mother support unit of close to a hundred mums. Mm. Uh, and my mum got in there, and they spoke, and they just spoke so beautifully together. Uh. And mum refused to leave this place until she gave every yeah. single person within it a hug, Aww. and shared oh. a story, and said to them about how valuable they are and yes. how their fight and how hard it is 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 the same as how hard it is for her and yep. that, that there is this feeling of isolation and although she's from a completely different part of the world, she is their family oh. and their loved one. And it was the most beautiful it was the most beautiful thing that I've yeah. been able to been able to see and uh, yeah. I, I'd be interested to see what what mum's story would be with you guys? Because I'd love to. We would love to. Yeah, we would be love an to. Honor. Yeah, we will track her down. Because all it comes <laughs> down to is love. Yeah, and how much love we have for I our know, children. That's what and how much your mum love for you. Advocacy is love. That's what it all comes. I down always. To. It's love and fight. Oh, yeah. fight. Lots of fight. I know. I, know. I, I always say fight. So yeah, fight. Because fight. People say you're very strong and I'm like, well, we weren't. No, we <laughs> weren't. But now we are. Yeah. Well, it's one of those, it's that constant reality of people when they ask you, I don't, well, they say, I don't think I could do what oh. you're doing. I don't oh. think I could. I don't think I could handle what it, you'd handle it because you got it. That's right. That's exactly right. And, there are things around the edges that make that easier and mm. 
a lot of that comes down to communication, community, and loved ones. Yes, yep. that's exactly right. Yeah. Congratulations and thank you for you guys creating your community oh, and making that you. experience uh, a little more gentle for a big chunk of uh, a big chunk of Australia because we, we need so. more fierce mums out there. Yeah, and you don't mess more... around with the middle-aged mums. <laughs> you don't. <We're> really... <laughs> you know what? I haven't heard a swear word, but I'm going to say it. Don't fuck with the mother with the That's dis- right. mother with kids with <laughs> You serious? Don't fuck with them. They are. They are they are a very very strong community and yep. uh, because the the badasses have to fight for every second yeah. yep. anything for their child and uh, yep. yeah our children uh, invented resilience yeah and if you don't think we're going to go and fight for them when something's not right phew, nah I just it's like an out of body experience <laughs> yeah, you're like okay actually... game on yep yep I just had an email exchange <laughs> with my my daughter's school last week and I was just like. All right, here I go. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. I'm polite, but I just oh, yeah, speak yeah. the truth. There's no room for mucking around. This is the truth. Listen. Yeah, that's right. Because and that's what I think. That that's that's part of the beauty of the community of people with disabilities is that they are just such a rugged approach to life. Yeah, and that's where I, I talk about my kids and again how they de- they deserve to. They deserve to have people of all variations yes. of disability in their life. Yes. For them, they yeah. – so that means the, the choice of school that they go to, yes. the choice of sporting club that yes. they go to, as to, the parent of, of two non-disabled kids, they need yes. they need to have disability of all yes, variations within their experience for them to understand what, what life is all about. That's right. And, and Diversity. It, it gives – Diversity, it gives them a rugged and upfront. I don't know whether you've hung out with the deaf community, but the deaf community are the badasses of all badasses. <laughs> <laughs> but there is such a beauty and pride in that community yes. that everyone should be talking about. But all variation of disability, we just, yeah, I just, I just find that there are so many kind of beautiful things in there mm. that it, it, it is. Yeah, it's, well, it, it's, it it's should be something that we, we treasure, yeah. It is. It's just yeah. another, like, I, I just think my life is so much better. My life is so much better. My kids are the most amazing children and their friends are awesome and I've met the most amazing people yes. and I just, I feel sorry for people. Who have no exposure to we, I do. <laughs> say, oh, you, oh, okay. Your kids can just play netball and that's ah, easy. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your kids get A's. Oh, 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 oh. oh okay. <laughs> oh, to play sport, you just buy a pair of sneakers. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then we come out and hang with the real people, have the best stories. Yeah, that's right. The best, best stories. Yeah, we I, just we just say that in a teasing way. It's like, well, yeah, you're missing out, you know, yeah, that's because right. that's how they think we feel. And we get to hang out with people with no judgment. So yeah. that, that in itself is amazing. I think one of the biggest things that's happened from the podcast that makes Mandy and I cry is when people write in or, or email us a speak pipe and say, when I was taking my non-disabled child to their school opens, you know, to choose a school, um, I said, uh, I'd like to know how many aides are in this school. I'd like to know what the diversity is in this school. Do you have, you know, children ramps? Is there children with disabilities here? And if they don't, they don't want to go there. And I'm like, good, because those are the schools that should shut. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, experiencing that as a dad, mm. um, it's it's hard to kind of get your head around it. How to how to voice it about feeling like my children deserve these lessons that are outside of the lessons. They yeah. deserve the friends that are deserve the friends that are live in a different kind of swing of things. Yeah. Um, and making sure, but again, it's not just the school, it's that sports organisation. Yes. Yep. It's that community centre. It's the music it's club, the choir, music dance, music club. Churches. Exactly. And, and, and not just not just they do it on a Thursday afternoon. No. no. We're figuring out a way to make sure that people with disabilities of all variations of disabilities are involved in every part of it. That's yes. right. And, and yeah, as the as the the dad of uh, people who who work so far aren't experiencing disability, although are experiencing disability in such a weird way as well yes, that yes. that ever since they've been able to talk, I've always we've always as a family, whenever kids come up and ask what's wrong with you with me, my my children, I've encouraged them to be the people that 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 described it back. Okay. So they get to experience and define what it is to people that are in their world in their own way. Mm, and yeah. so they're going to have this really and they've had cerebral palsy. They've yeah. had people with all variations of cerebral palsy from those that use gaze boards to those who have slight spasticity in the yeah. right leg yeah. uh, to those who are experiencing down syndrome to those who are experiencing uh, on the on the on the on the spectrum, yeah. they and one arm or one leg yeah. or you know they they they're experiencing that through my my community, and I'll be interested. I'm really interested to know what their lessons are. Yes. I kind of I want to know how they're going to talk about disability when they're thirteen, fourteen, yes. fifteen. Mm. Well, hopefully, yeah. you know. It's just part of their life and they don't think about it. I remember when um, my one of my girls, I think, was they were little and they were crying about having to wear their AFO and my husband got down and cuddled them both and said, I have to put my hearing aids in every day and I don't want to but I have to. And so, and he got them in and he said, we are a team. <laughs> and I was sort of standing in the kitchen. I was like, I'm not in that team, right, but I'm so glad he's in that team with them. Yeah. And I just thought, what a moment. Yeah. And so whenever they say, I, I don't want to do this, he's like, well, I'm going to put my hearing aids in, you know, like, yeah, uh, it's just, I, I just want the world to think about that little scenario. It's really precious to me. That's the thing about where I say that they're my team as well. You yeah. know, like they're my family. Yeah. We need to make sure that people with disabilities, that there is no lines that are drawn within, there's no hierarchy where we're all living the same experience yeah. and we all need to make sure that we're there for each other yeah. because we do recognise that there is just some pretty pretty hard journeys in there. Yes. And I do remember, I do remember, and I, I, I can, they, they, I would love to hear what my mum would tell me to say about those sorts of things, but I do remember crying and yes. telling mum that it's, just too like hard. it's 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 too hard. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That I would finish crawling at the end of the day and I would be just bruised yes. and this and that and uh, yeah, it's all just too hard. Yes. Yeah. And mum saying that it is going to be hard, but you're strong. Yes. You are strong and you will be able to handle it. And mm. yeah, just those conversations. I think um, they're really valuable. Yeah. And, 
I don't know. I just I like I always I always wonder whether people realize how much of an impact those conversations have on each of us. Like sitting down with somebody who's experiencing life through a different variation of whatever that may be, and someone sitting down and saying that they are, you know, they are a part of my family and mm. they are valued and special and yes. beautiful and oh, yeah, huge. I think that we need to we need to do that more. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, we say everyone's welcome. Everyone's welcome. Yeah. It's a yes. great place to be. So you're oh, welcome. Here. Well, we could talk to you how all you, day. How are you going to edit this podcast? This We're will not. be it. <laughs> we don't. We like this, mate. We never edit it. Forever. It's just a conversation. That's and right. We were going to cut them short and then all the peas are like, no, no, we nah. love it. Some of them go for an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, we can't stop talking. No, people just listen. <laughs> and why should we cut our story short? Yeah, that's right. No way. No yeah. way. No way. But, but then I'm like, how do you make, I don't, you know, when you, I, uh, I have a tendency to just continue a story. Yeah. And you're like halfway through the story and then I'm like, oh, there's a better story over here. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could keep going <laughs> forever. But eventually we have to say, well, we better let you go. <laughs> I'm just making sure we've ticked all the boxes for talking about a nation change. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I think we have. Well, thank you. Thank you for thank you for getting us on and thank you for uh, doing what you do and, uh, and hopefully those that are out there that that are just experiencing disability in their life that they may have just been brought into them through a, a beautiful little package at yes. birth then uh uh, if you if you if you coasted through those years, that there was a, such a thing as every Australian counts. Yes. If mm. you saw Julia Gillard crying while it was mm. legislated, but didn't feel what it was when Julia Gillard was able to legislate it. If you uh, you heard about what people with disabilities were, the fights that they were going through in funding for for the most uh, essential and things that you would believe that would be a naturally a part of their life, yes. but how hard they had to fight yes. to even get the most kind of minimal parts of it. Yes. But, but, but you never, you know, that, but I don't know. I just think that jump onto this thing, a nation changed and. Uh, yeah. And then you are a part of the family now and a part of the community now and that fight's not done and, and, and you may be the person that we need to, to progress and turn that That's dial right. up and whatever it is yes. in a year from now, two years from now, you didn't plan on disability being part of your life but it is and we love you. You're here and we'll be calling on you at some point. <laughs> we will. <laughs> well, thank you, Kurt. <laughs> Thank you, you and your big ginormous painting. Yeah, hang on, you got to spend back so I can get a photo. <laughs> me, me and my ginormous head. <laughs> I love it. When we go on Arn, maybe we'll put one and we'll do another Zoom. He can Wait, paint on I the did curtain. see. I did. I did see twenty uh, two thousand and twenty one. Uh, Victorian Australian of the Year in somebody's bio. I know, yes, but we, we did not win. We, we were nominated. <laughs> we're awardless. We're awardless, but we were nominated Look, and we were very proud. We were very proud. I, my, my brothers like to remind me many occasions that I am the shortest past favourite to never win Australian of the Year. Ah. <laughs> I got down, you didn't win either. I got you didn't down, win either. Wow. I, I got down to $1.30 or oh. something like that. It was ridiculous. And and then I don't know. Who two guys you? go and save. Two guys go and save oh. fifteen children. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the time. Wait, divers. No oh hope. my goodness, heroes! 
heroes these days. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what I said to my mum. We're not going to win in a pandemic in a bushfire year. No. She's like, yes, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my wife said to me on the way down for the New South Wales Australian yeah. Yeah. she goes, we had just arrived in from uh, New York that day wow. and we needed to go down the next day and I hadn't filled out the forms of accepting the nomination because oh, no. we were overseas. <laughs> so I, And I land and I'm like, oh, the kids didn't sleep that oh, night and no. we wake up and Sheridan's like, we have to go down, Kurt. You have to go down because yeah. we're just eyes hanging out at you. Oh, need to show you. And, of course, yeah, okay, we go down. And she goes, but you're not fucking winning. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, she's like, no offence, <laughs> no offence, but there's a guy that's trying to solve world hunger, there's another one that's trying to cure cancer, there's Precisely. another one that is, oh, my As goodness. if two podcasters and were going to do that. No. But we were very proud. We were the first podcast to be nominated. So, you know, well, we'll con- be proud about that. C- c- congratulations. And, Thank again, you. it's about the community that you're building yep. and it's about making sure that Australia is uh, engaging with yep. everyone and, and uh, your your community, no doubt. You know, what you've done is, is bloody good. Oh, we'll just keep thank going, you. but thank, thank you. you. That's high praise. Yes, we'll let you go, otherwise we'll just keep talking to you forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll All right. let you go. Thank, thank you. you so much Great for to your meet time. You guys. It was a lovely Good pleasure. Chat. It was lovely. Thank you. We'll see you one day. Chat to you soon. See you. Okay. Bye. Oh, my gosh, Kate. Kurt Fernley. Oh. oh, he was just a delight. I just, I feel like this weight lifted off me just from talking to him. I He's so know. lovely. He was I so don't lovely. Oh. I think he was a gift from the universe I think he us. was. He really was at the end yeah. of a hard year. Yes. He was, he's just a beautiful soul. What a beautiful man. Yeah. And that picture? <laughs> <laughs> Hanging behind his head. <laughs> he said he's got no memorabilia anywhere, Except you know. For his big and then his wife painting. really loved the Ando painting. Oh, well, it's a gorgeous, oh, it's gorgeous. painting. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's beautiful. Oh, I just, wow. I know. Wow. What wow. an incredible man. Yeah. And look, he's so generous with his time. He really was. We're just so lucky with the people that chat yes. with us. All of you that have chatted. That's right. Yeah. All of you. Yeah. We love you. All right. <sighs> Anything well, make you cry? Oh, well, yes. Well, I listened to the first episode yes. of A Nation yes. Changed and yes. I just cried and like oh. sobbing listening yeah. to Julia Gillard because she was crying. She was crying. Yes, yeah. introducing it. And I thought, yeah. yes. What this, a thing you've and done. You know, for all its faults within my own mm. little world mm. of it, mm. Mm. there is no doubt that it has changed my daughter's oh. lives. Unbelievably. Yes. yes, and I'm thankful. Yeah. I'm thankful I live here in Australia. Yeah. But I want to, as you keep saying, we need to keep it and yes. we need to improve it. Yes, not Make it lesser. To all be happy to pay for it. So, yes, I cried and cried and cried. Yeah. Well, I was just that. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah, gosh. it's amazing. Oh. You'll love it, Pease. Yeah. If you haven't listened already, yep. you will Especially love it. Especially newly diagnosed Pease. Yes. Because you might be like, oh, NDIS, blah, blah. No. no. Hard fought. Yeah, it's like feminism. Yeah. People before us fought yes. really, really, really hard. hard. So, yeah. So I cried, proper sobbing crying, which was weird. It caught me by surprise. You know, when you're like, I didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah. I was explaining to my mum what the mental load is. Oh. And I was like, you know, and you just, mum, it's when you're making all the decisions and you're booking the appointments and then you're worried about this child with that. And What's I, for tea? And I just started crying, yes. sobbing. And she's like, I just never heard anyone say it before. And I don't know. We just had a moment yes. because... um. 
You've, you people know what I'm talking about. Yes. And um, I just said something to her. I said, I'm tired of making decisions. Yes. <laughs> just like, I know. Oh. And it was just, anyway, it caught me. I was about to go into work. So I was like, I've got to go now. Okay. <laughs> the work boys just see me, give me a hug, keep working. Like no, nothing's going on. No. They're like, oh, what's she having? What's happening well, to her? Well, you were telling your mum. Yeah, but it was. That you're very tired. Yeah, I think we've had a big year, haven't and we? And if you have a mum still in your life that you're yes. close to and that's the person you can download to, yeah. it's a relief. It because is. there's not many people you can no. tell your honest truth to. Yes, I'm very lucky yes. and I I really know that I am. So, mm. yeah, that was my cry. What mm. about Make a Difference, oh, Maddie? Oh, heaps. Right. Yeah, I've got a few too. So we put up the Christmas tree. Normally I'm a bit, oh, can we wait a couple oh, of weeks? Oh, I'm the 1st of December no, or later never. normally. This so, year, everyone's up. I know. I was like, yes, we can. Let's get it out. And I, and all, and I just thought, you decorated it. You, I'm not micromanaging. I know by I, the time you're listening to this, all of your trees are up, but we're recording early December. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and just all three girls putting things oh, on. Oh, yeah. They're like, we're not putting any ugly memorabilia on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because for the first few years they're like, we want that ugly I memorabilia. <laughs> I put the lights up around oh. the, you know, I just let's just start having some happy times. Yep. If we can. Um, I finished up my work. Yes, And Mandy. this is a big deal because I don't normally shut it down. I normally work all through January because I just need, well, the, need money. the money. Yeah. And this year I thought actually pri- I'm going to prioritise a rest. And yes. we have to edit the book. We do so have to edit the book. So I'm, we'll be working anyway. So to yeah. add another load on that. Yeah. yeah. So I feel a little bit of a relief. But yes. also it's hard because people so email hard. and say, can you work with me? And I have to say, no, I'm not working. Until but February. <laughs> this is tricky for me, but I'm doing it. Yes. Because well, she's still amazing and she'll be here next year for you. I will be. That's yep. right. Um, and uh, <laughs> I took Molly to Target because I needed new undies again because oh the dog ate four pairs. The dogs love yeah. eating undies. I love it. I know. They love my, you know, secretions. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sound engineer. <laughs> so off we went and she found this dancing Christmas tree. Oh, it's just it. ridiculous. <laughs> but I looked at her and I thought, this is just like after the surgeries when I'll just buy her whatever she wants. Yes. And she looked at me and I said, do you love it? She said, I love it. I said, okay, <laughs> let's just get it. Who cares? And then I took a little video and put it on my personal Instagram yeah, because she's, she's just so, so happy. happy. <laughs> who cares? I just, oh, who cares? whatever makes them happy That's this what, year. It's the season of. Yes, yeah, so that yep. made me laugh too. Yeah. Um, so my make a difference was, um, well, first of all, which sounds ridiculous, I found new dry shampoo. Oh. It's got collagen in it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so it fattens up my I hair. I sprayed on my face, did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, yeah, because I've got really thin hair. Oh. And so it gave me a, gave me a, a bit, bit of more volume. of a boost. Yeah, a bit of volume. Wow. And I've really enjoyed using it. Okay. <laughs> like, because. I haven't noticed, sorry. I don't know. I just. Notice. Yes, That's okay, right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So that was a big make a difference. And the other thing that um, made a difference in my life was, and this sounds weird, there was an article by Tyson Shine who works for the ABC mm. and he wrote about his story about flying into yes, Sydney. Yes, I read right? it. Oh. And wearing a mask and having mm. people in Sydney sort of say, I mean, nothing, nothing against you Sydney-siders, we love you, you're a great peace supporters. Oh, look at all these Melburnians wearing masks and him being in a cafe freaking out that it was full. And he actually took a video. Like that's uh, how overwhelmed he yes. was that because we still have very strict rules in Victoria. Yes. So nowhere you go is capacity. Actually, Scholarship was saying the other day, 
I don't know how we're going to go back to having packed I restaurants. I don't know either. It's really nice having the space yes, around you. It is we actually. haven't had a full restaurant since and when February. You're, when you're loud, you yeah. worry that everyone can hear. Yeah, yeah it's now, a bit of space. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I just the comments were disgusting. Whoever those people are that write stupid things like "whatever," you haven't been through a war, get over it. We know we don't. We haven't been through that. But it was yeah. just to read it written beautifully, and I just thought, when? And I know you're like, please stop saying this, Kate. But when are we going to feel? When's it going to be a memory? Because it's so real yeah, still. It's, it's like the still. fact that we can go for a walk without a mask is... Oh, it's still a thrill. It's a thrill. Yeah, I, I trot off down the road. I know. And, and I, I was... Look at me without my mask. Lorraine and I were running late the other night. She forgot she had to go to tennis and I cannot run. So we're just walking quickly. And I thought, oh, I can do this a bit better. Yeah, because I no can, mask. I've got no mask on. Yeah. And so anyway, I just think things that we've taken for granted, we will not for a long no, time. We so won't. just going for a walk without my mask yeah. is amazing. It's so coming out with fresh eyes. It's yeah, it really, really is. Bizarre. It's really bizarre. So that was lovely. I forgot to say too that my friend Nat suggested that we all watch on Netflix Voices of Fire, which is people auditioning for a gospel choir. Oh. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. It's Voices awesome. of Fire. It's like Australian Idol, but for gospel. Oh, I'll be, oh, I'm down. It's so good. <laughs> the voices are extraordinary. Oh. And I was just like, I'm hooked. Yeah. I'm hooked on this TV show okay. and I just thought this is what I miss about the church. Oh, singing yeah, I know. music, you know. Scholarship was going to start a choir this year. No one does it better actually. And we were just going to let whatever yeah, locals wanted join. to join. You could just come each week. Yeah. Anyway, next year okay, when we're allowed to have people over. Anyway, Voices of Fire, Gospel Voices Choir. Voices of Fire. <laughs> it's got the guy um, who sings Happy. Oh, okay. What's his name? You know, I'm happy. Yeah, go. And what about laugh? Okay, that... I laughed, but you might be cross with me about this laugh, but I'll say it anyway. My dog ate the advent calendar, <laughs> the entire Cadbury advent calendar, 23 chocolates mowed down, every door was open, every foil bit was taken, <laughs> and she ate the she entire thing. I don't know. I wasn't there to watch it. Just flicking open those little she, doors, you know, opening the no foil. thumbs. How no did she thumbs? open all those yeah, doors? Yeah, with her nose. Did she do it in order? I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Must put a disclaimer, Mandy rushed to the oh, yeah, vet and she's the fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, a small I'm advent calendar. I'm not laughing because it was No, she upsetting. loves her dog. Yeah, and but the it was girls, just the ridiculous. It was pandemonium, but I thought, imagine how happy she was at that moment. She was just like, <laughs> guys. I got another one. I, I got, got another one. one. <laughs> anyway, my girls were very upset. So yeah. I rang the vet. She even giggled, the yeah. vet nurse. Yeah. So we're straight down. She had a big vomit yeah. and she's okay. But <laughs> it gave us all a fright. I'm not laughing about no, it. No, no, no. Keep your chocolate up, people. Yeah. It's normally Easter we all remember. Well, that, the vet said, oh, Easter is when this always happens. So yes. anyway, she's up on our um, local vet's <laughs> Facebook page as a warning. <laughs> Mandy, very mediocre parenting this week. You know. <laughs> Pet oh, parenting. I just thought, uh, oh, for, and it was right when I was starting to cook tea. So of you course. know, like I've got half a potato out. Yeah. And then, Mom! And you're like, what? I know. Oh, all right, vet, where's the vet? Go, everyone, everyone. <laughs> You know, and then oh, I sent okay, Mandy some long message and she's like, sorry, I'm just at the vet making her vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I just I uh, thought this and I put it on my Facebook. One of my friends goes, you can't script this stuff. No, you can't. I was like, no, you can't. No, you, know, it was you just can't. Another thing. Oh, <laughs> anyway, that was it was funny and terrible. I know. Well, my um, laugh, I have two. The first one um Number one daughter and I were just talking about lockdown um, and Buzz was just sitting at the table and he just looks up and very earnestly said, 
If we do go back into lockdown, you two will need antidepressant drugs and that's what I'm worried about. (laughs) (laughs) Not laughing at antidepressant drugs, bring them on. Just the fact that he was like, I can't deal with you people. (laughs) Fair enough. I was like, yeah, mate, we will. We will need (laughs) meds changed. Um, And then the other thing that made me laugh very much yesterday, and I just keep laughing about it, was Woody did his own hair. He got ready for school really well and did his hair. And then he just came up to me and said, do I look like Rick Astley? And he does. He does look like Rick Astley. And I'd never noticed. I was like, how does he even know who he is? Must be that Rick roll meme. Anyway, so I'd just been all day, you know, singing. Never going to give you up, <laughs> never going to let <laughs> you down. <laughs> anyway, it made us laugh a oh, lot and it made him laugh too. Yeah. Like he was like, okay, this is funny. I've just remembered this other one from Miss Ten now. Yes. I keep saying her name. She had to do a writing course at school yesterday and she was a bit like, I don't really want to go. No, 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 no. So when she got home, I said, how did it go? And she goes, well, it was a little bit boring, but I made two new friends. And I was like, oh, fantastic. Awesome. I said, who were the friends? She lifted up her little skirt and she had two faces drawn on her knees. And she said, <laughs> Gary and Fred. <laughs> I said, you made two friends on your knees? And she's like, yep. <laughs> well, I think that writing course paid off because well, look at that imagination. And I was like, this is Anna Green Gables and the, the, the window <laughs> friend. And I just thought that is not what I expected she was going to say. I took a photo of her knees. I'm sending it to her teacher to say she made some new friends. Children are the best. (laughs) It just came out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, Oh, goodness. Well, we're going to love and leave you, Peas, until 2021. This is our last episode. Unless Santa brings you an episode. Maybe. Yep. But, you know, who knows about that? Yeah. Um, we've spoken to the most amazing people all year. Yes. Um, you've been the most amazing listeners. Oh, You've been you've generous beyond us. words. The amount of money that you've given to Donna oh, for her charities. Yes. I just, <gasps> you've, you're amazing. You're just, we have found the best people in Australia. We in really the world. have. I yeah. just, I can't. I don't know how it's happened, but you're no. all awesome. Yes. We love you. Thank you for all your support of thank us. Thank you. Thank you. You've changed our lives. Yeah. You can have a summer free of yes. swearing and, <laughs> and us, the squawking. women squawking. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to encourage Kate to not do any social media too, to have a yeah. break. We'll okay? probably do little bits. We'll but yeah. The hangout will be there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it won't be the regular posting. No. Yeah. Because yeah. we're well, terrible with boundaries, so I'm trying to put one yes, onto her. Yes, we are terrible with too. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll have a break and then we'll come back fresher. We really, really will. Yep, that's sure. (laughs) Femme fresh. (laughs) (laughs) So rate Um, and review. Thank you for your ACAR supporters. You've heard about the booklet now, Changing Lives with That Money. Yes. And um, have a a whatever sort of holiday you want to have. Yeah, that's right. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 